Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Reddit Readings, easily the best show on the internet. And today we are jumping into r slash let's not meet. A fan favorite as always. If you like our work and want to support us, please go and check out our Patreon. You also get bonuses like ad-free episodes and bonus episodes, one of which you get every single week. Well, guys, let's go. Let's grab our tea and popcorn and let's see what we've got. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Swimsuit check, sunscreen check, phone charger check. Don't forget to pack the five-hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get twenty percent off when you use code Five He Travel at FiveHourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Today, we're delving into the archives of r slash let's not meet. This first one is a fresh one. And it's from Ninjun's Friend. He tried to come in to clean our carpets. My mum's dog, Punky, rest in peace, was a very sweet, loving dog. She was an ESA dog, but trained to be a service dog for PTSD before she lost her leg. I had never seen her get aggressive with anyone in the entire 12 years she lived. She never growled or nipped anyone. And she had no sense of smell, so she loved all animals and people. A real gentle giant among our little terriers at 60 pounds. What I'm getting at here was that her barking at something and being aggressive was so wildly uncharacteristic that I only saw it once. I, 11 female, was at home with my siblings, 2 male and 6 female. My then stepdad is at work and my mum ran up to the gas station to grab a pack of cigarettes. It was only a mile or two away from us. For reference, we lived in a two-bedroom trailer in the middle of the woods on a dead-end road at the time. And you had to really make an effort to get down our road, find our house, navigate down our rickety driveway and find the door. I'm sitting at the computer having a grand time watching YouTube videos when all of a sudden... All of our dogs, about two Boston Terriers and one Chihuahua per cup, bark a few times and start investigating down the hall. My siblings were napping in the bedroom at the end of the hall at the time, so I figured they just stirred and scared the dogs. But then Punky sits up suddenly, stands up on the couch and puffs her chest out. Her ears are perked up, her fur standing on end and her tail straight up. And then she barks. Loudly. I mean the bark booms through the living room and echoes around, and all of a sudden she lunges off the couch and goes tearing down the hallway. I'm already on edge because I don't think I've heard her bark ever 
She's a Basinji mix, so her bark is more of a baying sound, but this was a big, loud, alert bark. I stand up and go to look down the hallway, ready to fight off what I'm assuming is a shadow monster in the hallway based on how the dogs are acting. But then I hear it. We didn't get visitors because of how weird our house was location-wise, so my 11-year-old mind had no clue what to do here. The only people who showed up were family, and they didn't knock. So I slowly walked towards the door. The knock drew the attention of the dogs, and they came running back down the hallway. All except for Punky, and I felt better with our three yappy dogs in the room with me even if they were all the size of New York City sewer rats. I open the door just a bit, and standing on our porch is the sketchiest man I think I've ever seen. I can still picture him perfectly. He was really thin, a taller man with dark hair and a sunken face, bags under his eyes, and his half-managed hair sort of like he just gave it a quick brush and then figured, ah, it's good enough. Everything about him seemed just a little too thin, a little too shallow, and all his clothes were off too. They were nice, but fake nice, you know? Like a clean, newer-looking t-shirt and new jeans, but he had what looked like a suit jacket on. All his clothes were dark too, despite the fact that it was summer in Texas, and the weather was definitely into the hundreds that day. He also had this plain, unlabeled bottle in his hand, It looked like the label had been covered up and taped over. I stared up at him in confusion because I definitely don't know this man, and I ask what he wants. He smiles at me in this way that's way too fake, like this exaggerated and forced grin, and he spoke in the same voice retail workers do. Hey there, little kiddo. I'm trying to sell this here carpet cleaner, and he shakes the bottle at me. Mind if I come in and show you how good it is? Alarms are going off in my head because he just seems so... off. Looking back with an adult perspective, the fact that he didn't ask if my parents were home is unnerving because he probably knew they weren't and that's why he was there in the first place. I should have told him to get off our property, that I'd have to go get my mum, something except what I did say. But I didn't. Instead, I just shook my head and said, No, we don't have carpet. Well, it works on other things. And he took a big step towards the door and shook the bottle at me. I start to freak out and think to close the door, but the thing is, our front door didn't even lock. Small town, hard to access home, we never needed a lock. So that's basically useless. I'm sure there is something very wrong about to happen and I am terrified as I think about what to do. In a few seconds, I think I have before it does happen. When all of a sudden, I hear it. Punky had crept up from the hallway, lowered toward the ground with her teeth bared and snarling like she was feral. She had slobber just dripping from her mouth. Her ears were down and she was ready to bounce. The guy hears it too, and as I look towards Punky, she tries to lunge past me, and I just barely catch her with my legs as she tries her hardest to duck past me and attack this guy. He freaks out and runs off the porch without another word, booking it down the driveway as I let Punky out along with the rest of our dogs, and they start chasing him. 
Our small dogs chase him down the driveway and stop about halfway, barking and jumping about. But Punky stops just on the porch and watches him with her ears perked, just staring in the distance until he disappears. I swear I saw someone join up with him running when he got onto the road. The second he disappeared, Punky's entire body language changed and she went back to being the sweet dog I knew, no barking or growling, just laying around, mouth and throat covered in slobber still. I realize my siblings are still down the cool and run to check on them. And when I get to the bedroom, my siblings were sleeping soundly still. But the bedroom window was wide open. The curtains pushed all to one side, and the items on the dresser in front of the window all shoved around. Someone had tried to climb through the window. No doubt in my mind about it. From what I can gather, the bedroom window was visible from the couch where Punky was sleeping. So I think someone was trying to climb through the window before Punky went after them and scared them off. And the man at the door was meant to distract me. They definitely didn't expect Punky, a bigger dog, because most of the time she was with my mum inside while our smaller dogs were the ones that saw the public eye more often. I don't know what they intended to do, but after my mum got home, she took all of us to my aunt's house, and on our way there, we saw the men walking up someone else's driveway. Men, plural, because we watched a second one split off to wait by the road. So to the two men apparently going door-to-door to to sell their unlabeled carpet cleaner, I'd really rather not meet again. Okay, guys, there is pictures of Punky. Punky is fucking adorable. Jump onto Discord and we'll pop a link on there to the original post that has the link to the pictures. You've got to see this. He's so cute. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, this next one is from Colorado KJ. Someone tried to abduct me. North Texas, 1980. I've never shared this story except, strangely enough, to my teacher at the time. I was in the first grade at Northside Elementary in DeSoto, Texas. We lived about three long blocks down, as my mother liked to call it. I personally feel it was a lot more. My sister and I were brought to school on a regular basis and walked home. My parents decided to divorce right at this time. My dad moved out and we started seeing him every other weekend. My mum began dating someone else and I remember she no longer became interested in taking us to school as much. She became very preoccupied with her new relationship and I remember that she often had me walking to school as well as coming home. Thinking back now, I'm not sure why I was late. There might have been a doctor's appointment or something. I remember that it wasn't very late at all, maybe just an hour or so after school started. My mum pulled up in the car and I got out. I remember hoping that she would wait there to watch me go up the flights of stairs and inside, but she drove right off to my dismay. 
And this is when I saw him. A man, pretty normal looking, stepped out of a car looking directly at me. My mum had pulled off and this man was the only person around. He crossed the street quickly at an angle coming directly towards me. I remember turning and running up the steps. There were three flights of stairs with landings in between. When you're a little girl, these stairs seem much bigger. I remember looking over my shoulder and he was literally running up the stairs after me. And I had that horrible gut reaction and ran as fast as I could. I remember the double doors in front of me and I was panicked, thinking I would not make it. At that young age, I felt the energy coming from this otherwise normal-looking person who looked like a dad. I remember the huge intrinsic feeling of doom and urgency to get through those doors. And I did. And I immediately turned around and saw him, standing on part of the second set of stairs. And he just stood there, looking at me, as I looked at him from inside the building. And then he looked very frustrated and turned, walking back to his car. I remember telling my teacher about it. Maybe a week later, a police detective showed up to interview me about what happened. This makes me think it may be connected to something that happened in the area at the time. I don't think I have ever been that afraid in my life. And it was a powerful internal fear. It was like my body told me to immediately run. This next one is from Joe Mama. Help from two strangers. I posted this as a reply to another subreddit and was asked to share it here. Two years ago, I was alone in a huge city and walking. I got very lost and my cell phone was at like 2% battery. I was panicking already because of that. I was not paying attention to my surroundings the way I should have been. I realized I was really, really lost at this point and felt instantly very uncomfortable, like I was being watched. I saw two men standing by a car. One got in and it seemed like they were talking about me. It just felt very off. The car pulled away and the other guy kept on walking on the other side of the street a little behind me. At the next block, he crossed over and says hi then asked if I had an extra cigarette. I was holding my pack and I had just lit one while quickly looking at my phone for a map before my battery died. I gave him one because I wanted him to leave me alone. He asked me for a light. I gave him my lighter. He asked if I was lost. I said no, I'm just waiting for my husband to pick me up and he's right around the corner, having just picked up his brother. This was a lie. I was late to meet a friend who I was meeting from an online mummy group. Have talked to this woman for years online and on FaceTime, etc. He said he could wait with me. I said that wasn't necessary and I was walking toward the direction my husband was coming from. I frantically grabbed my phone and tried to use the Uber app just to get out of there and find my friend. I should have done that to begin with, but I wasn't planning on getting lost. Anyway... My phone died, but not before he saw I had opened the Uber app. He asked if my husband was an Uber driver or if I was just a lying bitch. I said nothing in response except, have a great night, and started walking faster. 
Then he started texting and walking faster. Ahead of us, I saw two young guys. I'm 41. They were like 21, 22. They seemed about my daughter's age. I was relieved there was someone else around. I hadn't seen anyone since I got this lost except some homeless woman trying to find cans in the trash and a kid on a bike. But then I saw them unlock a car and start walking toward it. I picked up the pace and then saw the guy that was following me was on his phone and I saw his friend parked about half a block up across the street from us near a boarded up building. Having no idea where I was in this city and feeling more scared about these men and why one was following me and reporting back to his friend in the car, I started to cry. I felt him getting closer and walking faster to match my pace. He was pretty close and I heard him say, Yeah, it's definitely not a husband. I'm not concerned. Phone died too. I knew he was talking about me. I didn't know what to do. So, I ran. After the two young guys yelling, Babe, hey babe, I'm right here. They stopped about 10 feet from the car they were getting into and one started to say something like, Who are you? I would imagine. But the other one saw my face and something clicked. He ran towards me and literally grabbed me up in a hug and said, There you are! I can't believe I didn't notice you right behind us! I thought we lost you! Really loudly. Then took my hand and pulled me toward their car. He then hugged me again, like a side hug and whispered, I hope this is okay. I felt like you needed help. Is that man bothering you? All I could do was cry. The guy that was following me made a beeline for the car with the other guy in it and jumped in and they screwed. These nice young men called the cops, gave me a power bank and a cord to charge my phone. The guy couldn't even take it back from me. He said I should always have one. True. And I should also carry some protection. The cops took a description of the man and the car and asked if I was safe and felt safe. I did. They left. My phone was charged enough at that point to get an Uber and let my friend know I was alive. These young men offered me a ride, but had me tell my friend and my husband, who I called just because I was upset, who I was with. They even showed me ID and the car and plate number. On the 10-minute ride, less than 10 city blocks from where I was, is where I was supposed to be. These guys were so kind. I kept thanking them and I tried to give them money. Lol, I was a mess for helping me. The fake husband one said that he just hoped someone would do the same for his sister or girlfriend if they found themselves in that situation. I said, more like your mum, I'm definitely old enough to be your mum. Sorry you had to fake marry me tonight. He said I was maybe old enough to be his big sister, not his mum, and that my husband was lucky to have such a beautiful wife. He was honoured to be my fake husband for this time. They ended up having drinks with me and my friends, and their girlfriends came to meet them. I told them they had great guys and thanked them for lending them to me. We all still actually talk. That's it. That's all I've got for you this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed that. Always remember, avoid shady men in dark alleyways, but it's absolutely fine to meet the review section. And if you do that, drop it a five star. It really helps us and I would really appreciate it. Thank you very much, guys. Until next time, peace out. Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. 
Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, Delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. 